I started working with artists that have a hundred followers. And now I work with artists that have like 300,000 followers. And it's kind of a different niche than most social media managers work in, but it's been a really interesting way to dive into a passion and, and kind of find my way. Welcome to the Dishing Up Digital Podcast. I'm your host, Ellen, a former nine-to-five escapee turned six-figure business owner. This is your place to learn everything there is to know about building your dream life and career as a social media manager. Whether you're just starting out and feeling lost and confused, or you want to take your current business to the next level and double your income, this is the podcast for you. Social media is such a powerful platform and it's enabled me to book out my services and smash the six-figure milestone with only 3,000 Instagram followers. So grab a cup of tea, coffee, a glass of rosé with me, and let's turn those dreams into a reality. Welcome to this very special episode brought to you by my paid program, my signature course, The Dishing Up Digital School. To celebrate the recent relaunch of this program, which I love and adore and have spent two years building, I'm sitting down with some of my past students to chat with them about their journey, how they got started, how The Dishing Up Digital School has helped them where they are now, their biggest learnings, and really opening up with you all about their experience as a social media manager. Today's episode is a pretty special one for me. I am sitting down with the beautiful Quincy, who was my second ever coaching student. So I actually just looked this up in my emails. We started working together in May of 2020. I had received a DM from Quincy on Instagram being like, hey, I want to do what you do. And I had currently at that stage just been working with one other person who'd also DM me on Instagram and was developing this coaching program. I had this vision of, I didn't know it was the Dishing Up Digital School at that point, but I wanted to work with a few people one-on-one to really suss out the program, to really figure out what was needed, what people wanted to learn. And Quincy just seemed like the most beautiful soul. And so we started working together one-on-one and it has been two years and she has been on quite the journey. She is still a full-time social media manager working for herself. And today you're going to hear a little bit more about her story and all the incredible growth that she has been through. Quincy started off by charging people $80 to manage their social media. Now she's charging 800 plus. How incredible is that? So I'm going to stop blabbing away and we're going to dive into Quincy's chat and you can hear a little bit more about her. Introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you, what you do, what your story is. Yeah. So I am Quincy. I run the social dropout. I worked with Ellen probably about like two years ago and she really helped me start my own business and believe in myself and being a social media manager. Since then, over the years, I've been able to create a business carved out in the music industry. And so now I started working with artists that uh, have 100 followers. And now I work with artists that have like 300,000 followers. And those bands are, it's kind of a different niche than most social media managers work in. But it's been a really interesting way to um, dive into a passion and, and kind of find my way. I love that so much. I always feel like a little bit of a proud mom when I see your stuff popping up on social media <laughs> and seeing how much you have, again, I guess, leaned into that niche because so many people get so nervous about choosing the niche. And my advice is always to go for your passion. And I think we've really, or I've really seen that in you growing your business in an area that you love, which just, oh, and it's been two years, which is absolutely crazy. 
What do you think is the best part of your job? The best part of my job, I feel like, is that I just, like, for example, the other day I was meeting with a band manager and after I had met with one band, he had emailed me and asked me to work with this other band. And he was like, have you heard of them? And it's like this huge band that in this genre of music that I love. And it was just one of those moments that it was like, I get to do this. Like I get to meet these people. I get to talk to them. They invite me to their shows. They fly me out to, to work on content. And like, I think that that is like a huge perk that I really honestly never thought was possible, but totally was and is. <laughs> and how did you find it's sort of breaking into your niche initially. Cause I know when we first started working together, you had a few other random clients and I think you still take on a few sort of outliers every now and then as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I've kind of, I actually, the way that I got into it is that, um, and all of my business actually has been from word of mouth. I, I never really have ever marketed my business much. And so I started working with a local band here in Austin, Texas, and they knew me and asked me to come on and kind of just help them. And initially I was just going to work with them to give them sort of like a, um, to teach them how to do it. It was like sort of a one-time coaching. And I think I charged like $80 for that or something. And then by the end of it, they were like, wait, that's all you charge? Like when I first started. So they were like, let's just do your full package. And so I ended up working with them and becoming like great friends with them. So one of my, one of them actually is like one of my best friends now. And I worked for them for over a year and uh, right here, like that I have a record behind me that has my name on it because of the work I did with them. Like, it's just so cool. And, and because of that relationship, it really kind of like spun me towards meeting other people and and then it was also like going into group chats and like kind of just networking and cl when clubhouse was a big thing, like just kind of getting into the right chats. And I was kind of elite for a moment there. <laughs> I love that. And it's really interesting you say that because I had a chat with another student Esther earlier in the week and it was a similar story. She didn't have a website. She didn't even have an Instagram page like you. It was through networking and it was through client referrals that she really built up her client base. And I do think a lot of people don't necessarily understand or, or undervalue the importance of building those good relationships with your clients, which is really awesome to hear. And I just, ha I have to touch on your, your price and your, your growth in that department. Cause I think I saw in your Instagram stories a few weeks ago, that you've gone from that $80 to now charging over 800 plus for your services. How does it feel to reflect on that growth and look at that, you know, young Quincy who was too scared to charge anyone over hundred dollars? Yeah. You know what? I actually, it was like, it was one day, actually a couple of weeks ago that I had met with another social media manager in Austin and we grabbed coffee and we kind of briefly chatted over that and whenever I told her what I was charging, she's like, no. And like, literally I left and moments later, I sent a pitch for $300 more. And I was just like, this is just what I charge now. And that's it. And it's, it's only going to go up from here. And, um, it was kind of crazy because it was almost like I was already there. I just like needed to just make that switch decision. And it was, it's really cool because what I have learned like over the years of business is that when you start charging more it is almost like a signal to other people that that's where your business is and like even for 800 like it's still very low for the type of business that we're in and so 
I, I mean, it's only, yeah, you can, your, your value just kind of shifts with the narrative a little bit. It, it becomes a little bit more real. I love that. And it's, it's so funny because we started, I actually look back on my emails and it was May, 2020 that we started working together. And I know that I've increased my prices a lot through my coaching service, through my social media services since then. And I think it's such a scary thing to do. And people ask me about it all the time. Like, oh my God, how do you increase your prices? Like, oh, that's so scary. But I think it's also on the flip side, such an empowering move. Like the fact that you had coffee with someone and then you came back and you're like, you know what? Boom, $300 more for this package. Like <laughs> it's just, yeah. I think such a freeing part of being your own boss is having that flexibility. But on the flip side, I know there's definitely some challenges. What would you say has been the hardest part in your journey so far? The hardest part of my journey so far, I guess would be sort of, you know, when you start to take on your own business and you rely on yourself, I, it was really hard for me to decide to stop working for anything part-time and to solely rely on my business. And in the first few months of me doing so, it was sort of hard to kind of wrap my head around, okay, can I pay all my bills this month? Am I going to be able to save money? Am I going to be able to do this? And then it really wasn't until I was like, wait, I'm doing great. All of these things are happening all, and I'm getting more business and I'm doing this that I realized that it was more all along about like believing in myself. But the hardest part I think was just those first couple of months of like being like, can I do this? And turns out like, I really believe you could do anything and you put your mind to as long as you believe in yourself. Absolutely. It's like a cheesy saying for a reason, like the whole, like hey, you can do anything you put your mind to. It's so so true. I think it's definitely when I chat to my students, it's really the root of all of their problems and questions. It's around like pricing or increasing their prices or sending a pitch or proposal or like what kind of package should they create or how should they do X, Y, and Z. It almost always circles back to that little, you know, self-doubt that they have or their mindset. It, it, it really is kind of that foundation of all their, all their problems, but also the foundation of all of their potential success, which do you have any sort of tips around how you chose to believe in yourself more? Like how do people make that shift themselves if they're struggling at the moment? Yeah. I mean, I, I genuinely did as well. Like I struggled with, with that thought a lot and it's just something I've kind of like struggled with my whole life. And, and it, I, I honestly, like, I can't not, or I can't really express how much I really thank my therapist for always being there for me over the years and like really making me look at all of my successes and achievements and, and having me understand that, like, Hey, look at what you've done. Like you've done something that's really amazing. And even, you know, today, like I, I would say my biggest tip too, is just kind of like taking a moment to reflect and give yourself a pat on the back, because that's something I think I still struggle with. And it's taking the time to appreciate the wins and kind of just, yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah, I totally get that though. You get caught up in the, in the hustle and always working that it's not until you pause and look behind you and you're like, Oh damn, I'm actually doing pretty good. But it's so often (laughs) like it's not often enough that we do that as our own bosses or as social media managers. Yeah. One of the things I really wanted to pick your brain about 
was this idea of what experience do you need as a social media manager? It's like one of the number one questions that ends up in my DMs or my YouTube comments is like, oh, but I'm not experienced enough to do this as a career. What are your thoughts on this? Can you share a little bit about your background and getting started with not necessarily all of the experience in the world? Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I actually get this question all the time too, because people are really impressed to learn that I have like pretty much no experience when we met. I was a nanny for the, for probably five or six years. And it wasn't until I lost that job, the family I was working for moved away that I was able to kind of find you, work with you and realize that anybody can really do it. I would say the big, the biggest like help in everything is having a design eye like knowing that whenever you're creating content, like as long as it looks good and you really sell yourself and you, t- and you are the expert, like people are going to buy into it. And I think that that's really like the only experience I had was confidence. And, and that's really what sold me over time. Because if you go into a pitch and you're not really feeling yourself or you're not feeling strong about what you have to offer people, that's going to reflect in your pitch. And when people hear that, they're going to understand that like, okay, well, there's somebody else that maybe, maybe their designs are a little better or maybe they're a little cheaper. And, but if you go in there and you're like, no, I'm the expert, I know exactly what to do. And you do, you list your X, Y, and Z of everything. They're going to say, you know what? You're absolutely right. And I I've done that time and time again. And it really like helps me believe in myself. And it helps me like realize that even if I don't really know what I'm doing with the ever-changing algorithm or whatever, like I still have a system that works and people believe in me and I believe in it. And that's all that I need to be successful. So for sure that. I love that. That is so, so well said. I think that attitude and just believing in yourself and having your confidence is is probably the most valuable thing you can have in business. That ability to just sell your services, even if you might be like a little, you know, five minutes before the meeting, WTF, what am I doing? I can't do this. If you can walk into a room and just let that go and just believe in yourself, that's when you can really get those bigger contracts. That's when you can walk in and add that extra $300 on the spot to a package and see how someone reacts. And yeah, it's, it's a really interesting ride. So now for the cheesy questions about me. <laughs> now, <laughs> it's, it's really funny to chat to you and also just to, to see your growth because when we worked together, my program, Dishing Up Digital School, was just a twinkle in my eye, as the saying goes. You were kind of <laughs> like my guinea pig, my second ever coaching student, just figuring out how everything worked, what people actually wanted to learn about, which I am so grateful for that you took that, you took that plunge, that little bit of a risk in working with me. But how has your life changed in the past three years, or maybe compare it to three years ago, since working with me, since going through our coaching program and launching your business? My life has changed drastically because I was, at the time that we met, I was unemployed. I didn't have a job and I was just really, I was so scared about having to go back to being a nanny that I was so dedicated to whatever I needed to do to, to not have to go back to watching kids full time. So Whenever we sat down and had our course, I just remember feeling like such a breath of fresh air. Like I felt relief because I finally felt like this girl really has it figured out. She's got this down to a science. She's supporting herself. Like I can do it too. And that's what I started doing slowly. And, and at, the, at the time, I wasn't ready to really take it to the next level. 
but I did get a part-time job. And even that was so cool for me because I was able to supplement my income. And then from there, when I dropped that, it's like, there's really no better feeling than like sleeping in to when you want, or like just doing whatever you want, going on vacation whenever you want. And those are some amazing perks of being a business owner. But now I just like, it's, everything to me. I don't think I could ever go back to, to working for somebody that tells me when I can go on vacation or be here by 7 PM sharp or something. So it's changed my life and positive. Uh, I totally relate to that. I don't think I could ever go back. I don't think I'd survive in a corporate world, like rolling in at 10 AM and they'd be like, you've been being paid for two hours. Why weren't you here? And I was like, I was sleeping in. (laughs) This is how I roll. (laughs) (laughs) And what would you say to someone else who maybe is in the same shoes that you were a couple of years ago when they're like, I want to become a social media manager. I don't know where to start. I'm lost. I'm confused. Should I invest in this program? Should I not? What am I doing? What would you say to someone who's listening, who's in that position right now? I would say to invest in yourself because that's something that I also kind of struggle with is like, I do a lot of work and it's like, the one thing I have learned is that you have to invest in yourself and in your business in order to grow. And it takes learning new things and being uncomfortable in order to get to places you've never been before. And whenever I, whenever we started to work together, um, it wasn't a huge investment that I made, I remember, but I do remember that it was just so informative. It was so much value wrapped up into one thing. And I actually just recently, I I got another coaching program, which is literally probably like a hundred times more expensive. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I was so nervous about doing such a big coaching program, but I got myself ready for it mentally. And I took the plunge because I know that regardless about what comes out of it is that I'm doing nothing but exposing myself to new growth and knowledge. And it's, really like the first one was just today. So I'm hoping that over the next eight weeks, like it'll be a huge change. And I just know that it will be. So I've already got like tons of notes and there's modules and everything. So I know that when we work together, it was nothing. I still utilize the notes today from our meetings. I still use them. Like I just used them last week for like reminding myself about engaging and stuff. (laughs) Oh, that's so amazing. I feel like I should actually, when we jump off this call, I should send you some free login so that you can access all the new material because I'm like, it's been two years. Like what, what did I even teach you back then? And you can see like how it's sort of transformed. That would be awesome. Um, wow. So many things you said there. I've just like have so many questions, but I don't even know where to start (laughs) investing in yourself. So that's something that for me, I think buying your first course or hiring your first coach is so scary. But now that I've done it, I almost have like an addiction to buying courses and, you know, online conferences or seminars. And it's, it's kind of funny to look at now because I've seen the results of that. I've seen what investing a thousand dollars, $2,000 into a program, how that can make me, you know, tens of thousands of dollars more and it can make my whole business evolve. And just this week, I bought tickets to like a live masterclass series and it was, it was only like 300 US dollars. So to me right now, I'm like, yep, buy that, whatever. And I didn't blink twice. And then it was when I was doing my accounting this morning and I was like reconciling the transaction. And I was like, wow, Ellen, when she first started her business would have spent like an entire month umming and ahhing over, oh, should I spend this $300? Like, oh, is it going to be worth it? Whereas now it's just like, boom, I'm ready to invest and 
I think once you see that power of how another coach can help you, you just keep going back for more. You just want to learn and evolve more, which is awesome. Yeah, I totally agree. I I actually, I hadn't invested in another coach in about two years. And so I always refer to Ellen as like my mentor of some sort. And I always say that, and I talk about, I talk about you all the time, but it was actually really hard for me to find a coach that like, I just really, like, I just needed to really connect with somebody in order to make that plunge. So I say that if you're looking for a coach or if you're thinking about taking Ellen's courses, like the best thing that you can do is to just get to know her, message her, talk to her because she really truly is somebody special and can help you to become like whoever you want to be like really. (laughs) Oh, you're making me blush. I love it. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for making the time to come on. It's so nice to catch up. I am like an avid follower of you on Instagram, but for those listening on the podcast or in the, the Dishing Up Digital School, where can they find you? Where can they follow you? Where can they also become obsessed with your work and follow every single thing that you do? <laughs> yeah, so my business Instagram is the Social Dropout Co. And yeah, you can find me on there. I have a bunch of tips and stuff, but I'm actually about to do a whole rebrand and start showing up in a different way. So I'm very excited about that. Oh, I love it. You definitely know I will be there lurking in the comments, cheering you on. And for everyone listening, I will drop the hyperlink to Quincy's Instagram in the show notes and the description. And yeah, thank you again so much, Quincy. I feel like I could talk to you for hours, but I probably shouldn't. We probably have things to do. So yeah, thank you so much for making the time and I'll leave it there. Okay, thanks, Ellen. Do you dream of a job that gives you more freedom, flexibility and money, but with less hours? Are you tired of commuting, dark offices and cubicles and crossing your fingers when you put through that one annual leave request a year? The Dishing Up Digital School is the ultimate course for new and aspiring social media managers who are ready to spread their wings and go out into the exciting world of self-employment and become their own boss. In this course, we discuss everything from how to get started, how to price your services, how to book that first client, all the way through to content creation, how to manage multiple accounts, how to come up with ideas, how to create reels for clients. Everything under the sun is in this course. We even dive into some of the boring but necessary things like contracts, invoicing, and accounting. This month, I have just relaunched the course with some exciting new additions and new modules. And at the end of March, the price is going up. In fact, we're almost doubling the price of the course. So if you have been thinking about joining the Dishing Up Digital School, now is the time. It is time to believe in yourself, to take the leap, and start your dream career as a social media manager.